Welcome to On Texas Football, special edition, commitment special, I guess. Jerry Hamilton of On Texas, or excuse me, of InsideTexas.com and On Three Sports with us to talk about the commitment flip of Colton Vosick, six foot five, six foot six, 240, 50 pound defensive end out of Austin's Westlake High School, has committed to Texas, choosing the Longhorns over uh, Oklahoma, had previously pledged to the Sooners. What do you think about this commitment, Jerry? Well, I think it's a huge one um, because, Bobby, how much? first off, I mean, it's a flip from Oklahoma, right, of a Texas legacy. So there's, I mean, you know, look, Roy Miller's going to be fired up on Twitter uh, uh, today about this one, right? But um, I, I think it's a big one because how, how much have we talked about having the win at Westlake and Syntex High School? We talked about it going into this cycle way back, Bobby. I mean, people can pull the videos of us talking about this months ago because we knew how good of a cycle it was in Central Texas uh, in the 2023 uh, class. And so when Vosick committed to Oklahoma, I mean, that was a pretty big blow for uh, Texas fans and probably the Texas staff because, look, I mean, Westlake is arguably the premier high school program in Texas, that that or North Shore at this point. And he plays at Austin Westlake. His dad's a defensive line coach. His dad played at Texas. I mean, look, there's a high school coach – in the Houston area that played with him at Texas that asked me twice this year, both times I went to see uh, a certain school practice or play. Man, what's happening with Vosick? I still think that kid's going to end up at Texas. I mean, so he was a topic of conversation, even though he might not have been a five-star ranked kid or top 10 type of kid in the country. It's a big get for Texas. Yeah, and it's an important positional get, right? Position. Yes. Because Texas has needed an edge. Uh, Vosick uh, was the 5A state championship game, defensive MVP a year ago. Uh, uh, you know, he is a guy that, that's been known uh, for a while. Ended the season a year ago with 10 sacks uh, through 10 games this year. He already has 11 sacks. Uh, Westlake plays Cedar Ridge on Thursday night uh, in, you know, in the, you know, as the start of uh, everything gets going here. Jerry, you look at uh, what Colton Vosick brings to the table, though, as a player, not just the not just the momentum it gives Texas as a recruiting staff, but as a player, what do you see in him that you really like? I'd see a motor, uh, first of all. I see a guy that plays really hard from starter, from the snap to the through the whistle, right? I mean, and so as a coach, those are the guys you can't have enough of in your program, right? The Roshan Johnson type players. And we'll see if, if Vosick has that type of leadership. But those type of players are the difference to me in winning close games a lot of times. It's your great, just total difference maker players. And how many of those guys do you have coupled with those high motor, leader, tough physical football players? And I can tell you this, Vosick has no choice but to be a tough physical football player, right? Anybody that's been around the Westlake program, his father who coaches there, knows that you have to be tough. Um, and if you're playing for your dad, you better be tough, right, who is a college football defensive lineman So at Texas. So there's a lot of positives with him. He comes in technically much farther along than most guys do, right? So he's going to come in, and he's going to understand hand usage, leverage, uh, half man. He's going to understand all these technical things you talk about with edge prospects. So he's going to have that from the jump uh, from from Jump Street. Now it's just it's maximizing everything he can do physically. But he's a guy who's had uh, what eleven tack ten tackles this year going into the playoffs. He had eleven or ten sacks, eleven sacks last year. He's a productive player too. Over a hundred tackles as a high school player. Over closing on twenty five sacks and forty tackles for loss. So he's a productive player. 
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Now, the question I have really, you know, Texas still needs uh, depth at almost every defensive position. Uh, you're right. They need to – I felt like last year they recruited a lot of guys that played through contact. We talked about right. that during the recruiting uh, segment. I think they did, they're they doing that again this year. And here's another guy that I think plays really well through contact. Uh, no doubt I think he does. And, and I think he understands um, the game so well and his position so well. Um, and look, here, if people want to look more than at a prospect or player ranking, I mean, Brent Venables and Dan Lanning are two defensive-minded head coaches, and that's who Texas had to beat out to get Colton Vossen. I mean, and so the, just think about the Oregon staff. You're talking about Dan Lanning, who was the D.C. at Georgia. Tosh Lupoy would have been his position coach at Oregon, right? I mean, those are two really talented guys, two formidable recruiters, and uh, two guys who can recruit the defensive line position very well, and one of them happens to be a head coach. So I think it's a huge win for Texas um, on the number of in, in in a number of ways. I should say, Bobby. And uh, look, I mean, Texas got Ethan Burke late late last year. They get Vosick to flip earlier this year. And I think I said last week maybe he doesn't do anything till after the playoffs. I was wrong on that. Do it before the playoffs start and get it out of the way. So it's not an ongoing topic of discussion as they go for an unprecedented uh, fourth straight state title. Yeah. It's like you, you need to get it out of the way is yeah. what, you know, I, I think if it can be a distraction, you don't want it to be that, especially if you already know where you want to go. How long right. has this been brewing this flip potential? Uh, well, Jerry? I think, you know, look, I think it's been brewing a while. And I said, you know, when he showed up at the Alabama game, Yes, everybody wants to go to that game, but you're not going showing up at that game unless you're in communication with the Texas staff. And I think that's something very important is that when he committed to Texas while or committed to Oklahoma and, and the topic of discussion was, well, he wants to get away. He wants to get away from home. And that may have been true at the time, but he never stopped communicating with Texas. And I think that's a very important piece to this. Then he goes, obviously, to the Red River. Uh, uh, rivalry game and watched Oklahoma lose 49 nothing with Oklahoma gear on. Then he comes to the Iowa State game the same weekend that Arch Manning is there, Malik Muhammad, Jonte Cook. And that was a signal. I said it on Inside Texas after the, the Bama game. I said, if he shows up at another Texas home game, it's time to get serious with this recruitment. And that was really the trigger for me was when he showed up when Arch was there. Arch hosted him on his official visit in June before he committed to Oklahoma. That was another sign to me that this recruitment's got very serious. And obviously, he'll be at the TCU game Saturday. Let, let's let's look a little bit at overall right now at Texas recruiting. This gives uh, – Vosick's pledge gives Texas 21 commitments overall. Texas lost Jamel Johnson on uh, Monday. The, the safety out of Arlington had been committed to Texas. He decides uh, he's no longer going to uh, sign with Texas. Uh, but also, we, we find out on Monday – uh, that Anthony Hill, the star yeah. linebacker out of Denton, uh, is visiting Texas this coming weekend. He had previously been committed to AM, but decommits on Monday from the Aggies. Uh, you put in an RPM pick for him. 
it, are we starting to see the wheels in motion here for the Longhorns recruiting to really start picking up, starting here with Vosick and possibly uh, Hill as well? I mean, what's going on? Look, I, I think I, we talked about this last year at the close of the 2022 cycle, and we've, we've hit on it again this year, Bobby. This staff is very patient, right? They don't just move on the plan B targets. That's not the MO of the staff. That's not the plan for Steve Sarkeesian at Texas. And, yes, it's easier when you can go to the portal and get good players. I get it. It's blue blood programs. But you still have to have a strategy and follow through on that strategy. And I don't think it's any different than last year. Uh, the coaching carousel was great to Texas in the last cycle, especially Mario Cristobal going from Oregon to Miami. Enter Kelvin Banks, Cam Williams, even though Texas was working on those guys already. Now, this year you see Oklahoma struggle. You see AM truly struggle. And now you're starting to see maybe it's not the coaching carousel. Maybe it's just some teams struggling. And that's where it's so big to have patience in recruiting now if you're in the University of Texas because the kids are committing earlier. But they can't sign until December, so why back off the top targets and go for plan Bs on your board? It's not the right thing to do. It's not the MO of the staff. And, look, I think there's a 50-50 shot or better David Hicks is on campus Saturday too. Um, the wow. Texas A&M commitment, a defensive lineman from Katie Pato. So we'll see if he actually shows up. Um, I think it's going to be interesting to see what kind of run an LSU tries to make in the state of Texas here late. You know, they, I think they got a good spot for JV and Toviano. Um, and they have a lot of momentum now, right? I mean, Brian Kelly might not have been a popular choice when he was hired, but you know what cures that? Beating Nick Saban. Winning. Winning. And, uh, beating Nick Saban, especially in the state of Louisiana. And going to the SEC title game in year one if they don't stub their toe. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games. Yeah, that's big stuff right. if you're at Brian Kelly. But I think Texas is is in a good position here. With the Anthony Hills of the world, look, he picked AM over Texas. There's built-in relationships there. The, com the communications never stop, just like Colton Vossett. The communication with David Hicks has never stopped. Same thing. The Texas staff is not walking away from these top targets. They're staying on these top targets. That's interesting that they're doing it two years in a row. Uh, Jerry, uh, before we let you go, uh, thanks again. Jerry Hamilton of InsideTexas.com and On3. Uh, please visit us at InsideTexas.com to get all of the recruiting news. Uh, Jerry's not only talking about uh, Colton right here, but we also have some uh, some some other content uh, surrounding this on the website, InsideTexas.com. Jerry, at the outset, one of the things that you talked about was what Vosick meant in the Central Texas area. Well, his teammate, Texas, is continuing to recruit. You mentioned Ethan Burke and Connor Robertson and now Colton Vosick, right, from Westlake. Uh, you add in a guy like... Jaden Greathouse, what you know, they they want him too, right? The wide receiver out of Westlake that was the state offensive MVP, who is uh Vosick's uh defensive MVP counterpart, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Jaden Greathouse is a we've talked about before, Bobby. If there's a perfect guy to take over Jordan Whittington's role, uh, assuming Jordan Whittington does leave after this year, it, it's Jaden Greathouse. He's a perfect fit, probably a better natural receiver. May not be as fast as Whittington, but he is a 
highly competitive guy. I mean, he is one of those Roshan Johnson type players to me. Again, I'm, I'm referencing again, and I think that's probably why Westlake's won a lot of games here in the last few years. Uh, Jaden Greathouse is a hyper competitive player. He's going to be the most physical wide receiver on the field. He'll be more physical than any defensive back on the field, save some hard-hitting safety. He'll definitely be more physical than a corner. And it's a guy that Texas has never given up on. He'll be at the TCU game. He did not make the Notre Dame-Clemson game last weekend like he was supposed to do. And so we, you got to think there there's some growing momentum. Justin Wells, I believe, broke that news a couple weeks ago that he was going to be at the TCU game Saturday. So, again, that's another guy from the Syntex area committed somewhere else that's making an unofficial visit to Texas, and Texas see, is seemingly gaining ground there. Um, Jerry, we, we talk about this, and uh, it, it's a big commitment, I think, because people have been waiting for what's the next shoe going to drop yep. for Texas in recruiting. And I don't think it's any surprise necessarily that it happens almost immediately after they go on the road and beat a Kansas State team. Uh, that's rated higher than that makes them bowl eligible. I know that's not a high bar to set right. at the University of Texas, but it is definite improvement year over year, no matter how small. We know that they're improved this year. They still got three games left. It, actually, now they at least have four games left if you include the bowl, right? So um, it's interesting to see where Texas goes from here. Uh, but uh, congratulate. I, you go ahead. You had something. Yeah, oh, I was going to say, look, I mean, we talked about it. Win, lose, or draw, and they've had a couple of ugly losses and some great wins. It's a fun product to watch again at Texas for the first time in a while. And I think that matters. Um, and, again, uh, getting Vosick in the fold headed into this big visit weekend is key now. I mean, Deuce Robinson, DeAndre Moore, Marcus Deal, those guys scheduled to come in. There's a number of unofficial visitors scheduled to be there as well as some 2024s. So, it's a perfect timing coming off that big first road win for Sarkeesian. Texas remains in the hunt to get to the Big 12 championship game. They get a second chance with college game day here this year to get a win over a top five team. Uh, this came so close against Bama. Now you get a second chance, unexpected chance, but a second chance. So the crowd's going to be pumped. The city's going to be live. Uh, game day's going to be there. It's a huge opportunity for Steve Sarkeesian once again this season. Sometimes you don't get to. He's getting the second one, so this Vossett commitment couldn't come at a better time. Boy, he play, I, I'm just watching these clips again. He just plays through contact really, really well. Yes, Jerry. he does. He, I mean, yes, he all does. Right, all right, uh, congratulations to Colton Vossick, the newest commitment, uh, the latest commitment uh, of the University of Texas football recruiting class of 2023, uh, a six-foot-five-and-a-half, 225-pound uh, edge prospect from Austin's Westlake High School. For Jerry Hamilton, I'm Bobby Burton. Congrats again to Colton Vosick. Hook em.